You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a Friday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing great out there. And thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Coming to you a little bit later on a Friday. Apologies for that, but still plenty to get to ahead on today's show. It's a game preview edition looking ahead to BYU showdown against Boise State. It's in the afternoon. What to make of this matchup? We'll dig into that. You'll also hear from BYU right tackle Campbell Barrington. He has stepped in for the injured Harris Lachance over the past game and a half. Really good thoughts from this young man. Of course, the younger brother of Clark Barrington. A one-on-one conversation ahead. And also, we'll get you prepped for the weekend ahead in other BYU sports as it's homecoming weekend for BYU. All right, without further ado, though, let's get flowing here on a Friday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 8th, 2021. What's up, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning for that station. And a huge thank you once again for your guys' continued support of the podcast. An absolute privilege and an honor to be with you guys. But more importantly, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We love being with you guys and hope you guys make sure you check us out first thing in the morning. Reason why this podcast is coming on a little bit later today is I had some meetings last night with my new, I guess, co-workers, I guess we'll call it. Uh, some of you may be aware, but the Zone Sports Network is now going to be part of the KSL News Radio slash KSL Sports team and had a great opportunity to sit down with all those folks last night, do a little get to know you, that type of stuff, and very excited for the future. What it means for this podcast remains to be determined, but for the time being, we're going to continue rolling as if nothing changes so don't worry too much about it we'll bring you anything we'll update you on anything with regards to the future of the podcast if and when that is necessitated but now that that's out of the way let's actually dig into the meat and potatoes of today's show and talk about BYU and Boise State I used potatoes without even recognizing that I was playing a, a play on words there with Boise State coming from Idaho but nonetheless a big matchup for BYU the 10th ranked Cougars welcoming Boise State to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Kickoff set for 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time on ABC. A huge platform for BYU in this game, folks. I'm very, very excited to see them in action. The big question mark, obviously, is who's going to play quarterback for BYU. Now, I've been talking with our practice insiders all week long. Those of you that have been longtime listeners are aware that I get information fed to me outside, well, not outside, from inside the BYU football program and all week long a lot of different thoughts on who the starting quarterback is going to be based on everything that I have heard at this juncture I'd be surprised if it's Jake I'd be surprised if it wasn't Jacob Conover getting the start for BYU but I cannot rule out Jaron Hall or even Baylor Romney still the coaching staff all week long has said nobody's been ruled out yet and they haven't been I think Conover will be the guy as I mentioned for BYU in this game but who knows who ends up 
up suiting up for BYU. The good news is what I'm hearing is that James MP should be back at his center spot, manning that position for BYU, bolstering BYU's offensive line. Connor Pay did a decent job last week, I thought, filling in for MP, but MP's expected to be back. That allows Connor Pay to slide back over to that right guard spot, rotate there with Joe Tukuafu. Out at right tackle, I am hearing that Harris Lachance is still very much questionable and likely to miss this game. So that means that Campbell Barrington probably gets his second straight start, which is kind of fun considering we're going to chat with Campbell Barrington here in just a few moments in a one-on-one conversation from earlier this week. Mason Wake is hoping to play this week as well. He will very much be a game-time decision, it appears. But outside of that, it sounds like BYU is pretty dang healthy, folks. That's the good news, is BYU should have plenty of weapons for a guy like Jacob Conover to get the ball out to if it ultimately comes down to that he is the guy for the Cougars. That is the positive news on that front. Now, flipping over to talk about Boise State for a minute here. Folks, Boise State is absolutely beat up in the trenches, both offensively and defensively. This should be a game that BYU should attack on defense, really come after, especially along the interior of Boise State's offensive line and the right side of that offensive line. If everything I've read slash heard about Boise State this week and looking at their roster... They are very much playing multiple backups along that right side of their offensive line. The right tackle has moved in to play right guard to help a third string center out a little bit in theory. So BYU should be in attack mode on that side in terms of their defense. Defensive line should be able to control the line of scrimmage and really help BYU out. George Halani, his status is not known. The former four-star running back who has had some decent games against BYU. It's expected that he will be a game-time decision at very best, if not miss the game, and that would be a huge loss for Boise State. I am a big fan of their quarterback. I really think that Hank Bachmeyer, he's got all the moxie, all of the gumption to be a really good football player, but funny enough, he has never played BYU BYU, despite being a junior this year. The number 19 is what he wears on his jersey, but Bachmeyer has missed all the previous matchups in his career against BYU, so this will be his first taste of the BSU-BYU matchup and the rivalry. And looking forward to seeing how he does. He's got a little gunslinger mentality to him, I think, and he's a good player, but BYU, in theory, should be able, like other teams, to bait him into some issues. He has some tendencies at times to gamble a little bit too much, and BYU should be trying to take advantage of that and really get after him. Now, he does have one of the elite wide receivers out there, in my opinion, in Khalil Shakir. A senior, six foot, 190 pounds. Shakir is absolutely stellar. Other players on this offense for Boise State, you want to keep an eye on Octavius Evans, where's the number one, kind of opposite Shakir, and Stephen Cobbs a decent player uh, if Cobbs is available to play. He got dinged up in their game last week. We'll see if he's able to go. So there's a lot of weapons on the perimeter for Boise State. Riley Smith, also a question mark in this game. Boise State's beat up, if you can't tell. Uh, He's tight end for them. Where's the number three? So BYU should go into this game feeling somewhat confident their defense can hold Boise State down. Now, the game plan for BYU on offense against Boise State's defense, is, in my opinion, is to do a 
exactly what you did against Utah State. Run the ball down their throat until they prove that they can stop it. That is going to help a guy if it's a guy like Jacob Conover at quarterback feel a lot more comfortable if he knows that guys like Tyler Algier and Lopini Katoa are just going to run, run behind BYU's offensive line and rack up 200, and 200, or 200 to 250 yards and know that, hey, they're taking a lot of the pressure off of me. You look at the defensive line for Boise State, and I mentioned that the right side of their offensive line is beat up. Well, they're down to backups on the interior of their defensive line, and BYU should be thinking, okay, if we can do what we did against Utah State, we're going to control the clock, grind it out, and win this game and move to 6-0. and I know that BYU is not putting up stellar numbers. They're not putting up 40-point games like they did last year, folks, but we do have to consider the fact that BYU's term, in terms of their competition this year has absolutely just ratcheted up. Seven Power 5 teams, and I don't care if they're necessarily the top of the top level Power 5 teams. It's a much better competition for BYU this year. And the good news is they're 5-0. and They get to 6-0 here, folks. In theory, they probably move up to 8 or 9 in the country and let the good times roll. The Cougars are going to be a top 10 team heading to Waco next week to take on Baylor in a future Big 12 matchup. I think this is a fun matchup against Boise State. I think it's going to be a sneaky good matchup. The Cougars opened up as at most places. I know BetOnline.ag, who works with us here, had them as a two and a half point favorite, but I think that's sprung up to a five, five and a half points, depending on which sports book slash betting website you prefer to look at. I think this is a big game for BYU. I think this is a test, no doubt about it, considering you might be starting your third-string quarterback. And we all know that Boise State and BYU have played some absolute thrillers in their recent past. And funny enough, this may be one of the last times that BYU and Boise State square off annually. We all know that BYU is going into the Big 12, and Boise State has hopes of making it into the Big 12 at some point down the road. But it could be that next year is the final time they play on an annual basis. And Boise State's been a very, very loyal and helpful partner to BYU in scheduling as an independent. I'm hopeful that the series continues. And I like when these games are played. There have been some absolute fun ones. Last year was absolutely stunning to me that Boise, that Boise was absolutely curb stomped by BYU. In particular, I think Tyler Altier, that touchdown run right out of the gate, just set the tone for the game. And it'd be nice to see them set the tone once again in this matchup. So we'll see what shakes out tomorrow afternoon down there at the Ed. And I look forward to seeing the Cougars go out there. The nice part is if you're BYU and you see it right now every week, they walk out there expecting to win. They've got some swagger to them. And that's fun if you're a BYU fan is to see this team walk out there and say, you know what? We know we're going to win this game. We're going to shove it down your throat until you won't take it anymore. And then we're going to do it again. That's what BYU's mentality is right now, and I really, really enjoy it. And it's been pretty fun. Honestly, I have had a blast covering this team over the past year and a half. And that's easy to say when they've gone 16 and 1. I get that. But even back in some of the dog days when BYU was kind of a mediocre team and a downright awful team in 2017 under Kalani Satake. You could see that there were being building blocks put together, especially in that 2018-2019 season. There were pieces being put in place, and the payoff has come over the past year and year plus, year and a half, 18 months or so, as BYU has racked up, yes, that 16-1 record. Well, it's been a long time coming, and the good times are here. So let's enjoy it, folks. Enjoy the good times while they're here. Who knows how long ultimately they'll last. I think the BYU is going to be hard-pressed to go 
undefeated this season. That's just my personal opinion because going undefeated in college football is tough. To stay locked in, to stay healthy, to have the good fortune, to make the run that you dream of going 12-0 and in a season, it's tough to do. But BYU could get halfway there tomorrow afternoon when they take on the Broncos from Boise State. And we'll be out there covering it. And, of course, we'll have pregame and postgame coverage with myself and Hans Olsen on the Zone Sports Network live from JCW's, the Burger Boys there in Provo. You want to stop by and get a burger or a shake before the game or even after the game, we'll be there broadcasting live. Uh, pregame show starts at 1230 and postgame immediately after the game goes final. So join us and love to see you guys out there. All right, coming up here in just a moment, as promised, we're going to catch up with Campbell Barrington, BYU right tackle, expected to make his second straight start for BYU, his third straight game played after replacing Harris Lachance at right tackle. What does he make of his play? What does he make of getting his first game action as a Cougar? We'll get into all of that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Absolutely love this company because they are the best tasting protein bars that I have ever had. I mean that sincerely. But more importantly than that, they are supporting BYU football, which is exactly what we're talking about here on this game preview edition of the show. All BYU football players, uh, I don't think any have opted out of this, have a name, image, and likeness agreement with Built Bar to pay them cash money, folks, to pay them money for promoting Built Bar, but also it's giving them all the Built Bar products they can handle. There's a built brand of companies out there with more than just Built Bars. So if you want to support BYU football, you can support Built Bar. And the best part about Built Bars is they have nine base flavors, which are absolutely incredible. Some of my favorites, my, well, my all-time favorite is Cherry Barcia, but other good ones, Mint Brownie, uh, orange, also the German chocolate flavor, if it's still there as one of the base flavors, is actually an underrated taste. The best part about Built Bars is not only are they the best tasting protein bars, but they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130, 130 to 180 per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and just 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all of them tasty, all of them healthy. Go to Built.com and place your order now. While you're there, please use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off your order. And as I mentioned, when you support Built Bar, you're supporting BYU football. So use that promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com and get the best tasting protein bars on the market. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Seth Baird and his team are the best of the best, folks. They know what they're doing when it comes to the pest control. No matter what it is uh, with your home or your business, residential or commercial, they can handle it all. And it doesn't matter what type of pest you're dealing with. I've had issues with wasps, mice, spiders, ants. All Guard Pest Control has handled all of them, and they can handle many, many more. You can throw whatever you've got at Seth and his team. They can handle it. They're a company based in Utah County, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, even out into the Tooele and Wasatch Counties. If you need their services, they're happy to come to you. They take care of my home. I can attest that they are the best of the best, so trust them with your pest control needs. Their phone number, 801-851-1812, 801-851-1812, or you can go online to check out their website. That's allguardpestcontrols.com, allguardpestcontrols, with an S, dot com. Um, love this company. They are the best of the best, and they're huge BYU fans to boot. So tell them that Jake, tell them that Jake Hatch and Locked On Cougar sent you when you give them that call. That's All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812, or go online to allguardpestcontrols.com. 
Time now to catch up with Campbell Barrington, BYU right tackle. Campbell, thank you for making some time to join us here on Locked On Cougars. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, let's start here, obviously. We saw you get your first career start against Utah State this past week. How did that feel? It was good. It was nice being able to, to get out there and, and start a game with my, with my brother. I, I, was, I also wanted to ask you about that. How, how neat is it that you and your brother Clark are playing along the same offensive line? It's so cool. It's, it's definitely an experience I'll, I'll never forget. Was that something that I guess you guys growing up, obviously, you guys were relatively close in age, but was, was that something that you guys always dreamed of doing, or was it something like if it works out, it works out, but we're not going to force the issue? Um, I think definitely once we got up into high school, it was definitely something we, we hoped for and something we dreamed about. So it's, it's cool being able to, to actually see it happening. I wanted to ask you, in terms of your differences with your brother, obviously you're playing tackle. Clark has been a mainstay at that left guard position since he entered the lineup for the Cougars. How are you different from your brother? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I think my brother has amazing aspects with this game. I think he's, he's very knowledgeable with, with football in general. And I think, um, I think one difference is, is, that he's, he's had a little more, a little more time, a little more experience and, and has gained a little bit more, more knowledge, um, throughout this game, but I'm just right there following, following, learning from him, you know? I had somebody once upon a time, and this is back when I think Clark was a freshman. He just uh, had started his first few games, who told me that Clark, uh, the way they described him, was a mauler and a brawler. Would you describe yourself <laughs> as that type of an offensive lineman? Um, yeah, uh, I'd have to agree on that. All right, I, I, I can respect that. Uh, obviously, you're playing that right tackle spot. Uh, is it the position that you feel most comfortable at, or is there another one that you would think, okay, that's probably my more natural position? Um, I'd definitely probably say right tackle. That's, that's where I feel most comfortable. Okay, I also wanted to ask you, in terms of, I've, I've talked to enough people who say that the difference between playing uh, the left side of an offensive line and the right side of an offensive line, particularly left tackle and right tackle, can be quite different. Is that the same thing in BYU's offense? Um, I'd say they're pretty similar. Um, just I feel like for me, it's just more the feeling. I think I, I think I've felt a lot more comfortable growing up playing right tackle most of my life, so... All right. Uh, so when it comes to you stepping into this lineup, what have guys like Joe Tukuafu, your brother, guys like Blake Freeland, uh, how have they helped you really kind of settle into that spot? Um, I think I think I've just tried to to learn as much as I can from those older guys, even from James, from from Harris, from all those those seniors. Um, I've just tried to to learn what I can from those guys and and perfect my game like they've perfected theirs. You're stepping into that spot because of Harris uh, being injured. What has he kind of helped you out with in terms of kind of saying, okay, here's a tip or a trick. Does he, does he do that type of stuff even though he's currently on the shelf? Yeah, I think, I think he's definitely been a, a big leader for me. I've been able to, to learn and watch him and then step into his, his spot, you know, and, and he's still continually supported me and, and coached me up on things I can do better. What's it like working with Coach Funk? It's it's awesome. He's a great guy. Has been around the game for a long time, so he knows 
he knows his stuff. So it's been awesome get, being able to, to learn a little something from him. Can you help me like, kind of get an insight into who he is kind of as a personality? Is he, is, he, is he one way all the time, or is he different when it comes to actually being on the field versus off the field? Um, I think he's, he's pretty – I don't know. He's not, he's not as – he's a little toned down, you know. He, I mean, he wants us to get our stuff right, and, and yeah, he'll get, get into shadow or get a little ticked off, but we, we, we try to keep him calm. <laughs> Is there is there is there a tip or a trick to get him to calm down if he is a little fired up though? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say so. No, maybe just cracking a few jokes here and there. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I also wanted to ask you in terms of Tyler Algier last week. You guys really paved the way for him to go for his career high in rushing. How good did that feel to be part of that uh, career record for him? Oh, that was awesome to be a part of that. That was Tyler's an amazing athlete, amazing running back. He's going to do some. Amazing stuff. So it was, it was awesome to be a part of that. Your guys' base kind of zone scheme is that wide zone. How difficult is that to master? I'm sorry, what'd you say? The, so the, the wide zone blocking scheme you guys use, that kind of that zone blocking, how, how difficult of a concept is that to master? Or is it something you feel like, you know what, it's actually kind of natural, I just kind of stepped into it? Uh, I think coming into it, um, it definitely took a minute to learn, learn the whole concept of, of just running out there, taking in guys, spreading them out, bringing them downfield. But it's, it's something that, that definitely takes a little time, but one's able to learn it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spring this one on you. Who's the better offensive lineman, you or your brother? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've got a, an exact answer for you yet. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to give us some time, I would assume. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to ask you, you recently got married, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yeah. I, I, I always find it interesting to talk to guys who have gotten married while they're playing football. How difficult is it to manage everything? You got school, you got football, and now you have a wife who obviously wants some attention. How difficult is all of that to manage? Um, it's, it's not too bad. I mean, getting everything planned out was, was a little work, but... Um, my wife's awesome. She's amazing. She, she puts up with all the football stuff, all the, all the time we're away. So she's, she's okay with it. She went into it with eyes wide open. I would assume considering you were already playing <laughs> yeah. football, right? Yeah. All right. Well, Campbell, I appreciate you taking some time. Best of luck this week. Oh, I also wanted to ask you, can you just give me a quick scouting report on Boise state? Um, yeah, I mean, we're just, Mainly looking at their 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 D line and, and their linebackers, um, they look they look definitely definitely pretty good. They're they're big guys. They're they're dudes who are going to come off the ball and and you know try to get in your face. So we're we're ready. It'll, it'll be an exciting game. Do you like rivalry games like this? Uh yeah, you gotta love them. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Once again, I, I appreciate you taking some time. Look forward to doing it again down the road. Hopefully, okay. All right, thank you. There you go, Campbell Barrington, BYU offensive lineman. As I mentioned earlier on on today's podcast, expected to get his second straight start at right tackle. And Aaron Roderick earlier this week, when I asked him the question about Campbell Barrington, said that he is just kind of getting started, but he thinks he's going to be an all-timer. Or the exact term? He said he's a great player for BYU. Maybe not an all-timer, but a great player for BYU down the road. And I think he's well on his way. I actually met Campbell shortly after he got home from 
from his mission. And folks, what he looks like now, that 300-pound behemoth on that 6'6 frame, that was a, he was a mere shadow of that when I first met him. He had uh, served his mission in Mexico, if I recall correctly, and had come home weighing, I think, like 220 pounds. He was a string bean relative to what he is now, and he's been, really transformed his body. And he's off to a great start in his career. And obviously, he doesn't want to give any bulletin board material to his big bro, Clark, but kind of funny to hear him. Oh, I'm not sure I can give you an answer on who the best offensive lineman is because Clark's been very good for a long time at BYU and probably is going to have an opportunity at the, at the NFL. And Campbell obviously would hope to follow that up as well. So thank you to Campbell Barrington once again for taking the time to join us here on Locked on Cougars. Of course, we have more of these conversations as the season progresses. Absolutely love BYU sports information helping us out arrange those interviews. All right, coming up here, we'll wrap up today's show with a look at the other BYU sports news you guys need to know on a Friday ahead of a busy weekend in BYU sports. We'll dig into all of that in just a few moments. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. All eyes are on football season right now, folks, and that's where Bet Online is at their best. They're the number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. They've got a brand new updated website and an interface with even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football for you head to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive that bonus from football to basketball to boxing right down to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available from our friends at bet online as they are the easiest and fastest way to bet on all of your sports action so once again take advantage of that 50 percent welcome bonus by using the promo code Locked on at betonline.ag, where the game starts. Before we go here on this Friday edition of the podcast, let's catch you guys up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan. The number nine ranked BYU women's volleyball team swept Portland 25-16, in an absolutely dominant showing at the Smith Fieldhouse last night, improving to 15-1 on the season. They are 5-0 in West Coast Conference play. They're currently riding an eight-match winning streak, sweeping the last 24 consecutive sets overall. BYU recorded a 430 hitting percentage with 47 kills held Portland to a minuscule .027 clip with just 18 kills in the victory. BYU is back in action tomorrow. Uh, they take on Gonzaga at noon, uh, right? So right before BYU and uh, the uh, Boise State Broncos score off in football. If they continue their winning ways, folks, that match might be over just in time for you to get over to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and have a nice double header for you guys. So that's going to be at noon at the Smith Fieldhouse. It'll be available on BYU TV, also at BYUtv.org and the BYU app if you want to watch the ninth-ranked Cougars in action. The women's soccer team is also going to be in action. Uh, they will be wrapping up, I guess, the night tomorrow if you want to go out and watch that. They will be taking on uh, San Diego, excuse me. I was looking at that. I'm like, it's not Boise State. That's the football schedule. They're taking on San Diego tomorrow at Southfield. Uh, that is scheduled to begin at 5 p.m. So really, folks, you could t- if this time's out the right way, you could hit the Smithfield house at 12 watch BYU women's volleyball hopefully run roughshod over Gonzaga then you can skip over to Lavelle Edwards Stadium watch the Cougars and Boise State square off in football and once that wraps up scoop back over to Southfield and watch BYU women's soccer in action against San Diego they've been absolutely stellar at home sands that one loss to Utah State and hoping that continues when they take on the Toreros uh, that game will be streamed live on BYUtv.org and the BYU 
WTV app if you cannot make it back over to watch them in action. But some fun, fun uh, matches ahead for both the women's soccer as well as women's volleyball team. Also, women's softball is in action tomorrow as they take on Idaho State in a fall matchup. That is scheduled first pitch at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time. If softball is more your jam, that may be an option for you guys. They will be at Gale Miller Field. I believe uh, admittance is free if they are allowing fans to watch it, which I don't see why they wouldn't be. So maybe even after Boise State, just walk across the street to Gale Miller Field and watch BYU softball in their fall schedule square off. Men's and women's tennis are in action this weekend. The men's tennis is in men's tennis team is in Santa Barbara, California for the UC Santa Barbara Invitational. That takes place all day tomorrow. Best of luck to the men's team on that front. And the final note for you guys is just an early heads up about next week. The men's and women's golf programs off to really good starts this season. They're going to be in action. The men's team is headed to Reno, Nevada to the Nevada Wolfpack Invitational at Hidden Valley Country Club. We have one of those here in Utah, funny enough. That'll be out in Reno, Nevada, beginning at 8 a.m. Monday. The women's team is in Tulsa, Oklahoma for the Dell McNamara Invitational at the Tulsa Country Club. That also will begin at 8 a.m. on Monday. So best of luck to both of those teams as they travel out of state for golf action. All right, that's going to do it. A big thank you once again for you guys' support of the podcast. As always, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys and hope you guys are all having a great day whenever you hear this. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day and now want to encourage you guys to skip over and listen to Locked On Big 12. Josh Neighbors getting you caught up on everything going on with the Big 12 and a big weekend ahead in football across the conference. He does it all in 30 minutes or less just like this podcast. You can find it free and available on all podcasting platforms. Alright, that'll do it. Have a great rest of your day. Go Cougars. And Oh, by the way, my prediction for tomorrow night, I probably should give that to you guys. I'm predicting that BYU wins this one. They get to 6-0. I think it's going to be a little tougher than we all might anticipate. So give me BYU 27, Boise State 21. That is my prediction for tomorrow night's game. If you'd like to share your predictions, please do so on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LockedOnCougars. Email it to us as well. LockedOnBYU, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Or you can send it to my personal Twitter feed, at Jacob C. Hatch. All right, that'll do it. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll have a a post-match, not post-match, a, uh, what do we call it, post-cast edition of Locked On Cougars after this game against Boise State tomorrow evening, so stay tuned for that. But until then, this has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 8th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys again soon.